Hi guys. Hi guys. <laughs> Welcome back to La Lucha's Real Podcast. I am your host, Ida. And I'm Angel. Wow. 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 We came back. We're like new and revamped women. Yeah. Aren't we? Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to be. <laughs> Before we start, I want to say I hope you guys had a great Mexican Independence Day for those that celebrate. Yes. You know, it was this weekend. El sábado, ¿se me El sábado. Algo así. No, el 15 es um, viernes. Pero, ¿el 15? I thought it was the 15th. Is it 16th? Fuck, I'm having brain fog right now. <laughs> Damn, uh, we're, not, we're, not real, a, we're not real Mexicans. We're not real Mexicans. Um, I thought it was the 15th. Or the, is, I know it's the 15th or 16th, right? It's one of those days, but I thought it was the 16th. Okay, so it's on Saturday. There yes. we go. Um, so whoever celebrated and got all turned up and litty, yay! <laughs> Hopefully we can get turned up and litty. We're gonna. Be oh yeah, that recording. That, that day's gonna be um interest <laughs> interesting to say the least. Yes. Keep a lookout. Um, wait. We're starting. Our- I hope you guys saw whatever we posted. <laughs> for that day because i'm trying to remember okay this is coming out monday after yeah so we, we're gonna have a busy day that point is we've had a busy few weeks yeah you want to tell a, them what we were doing there's a lot going on what um, we up to? so this obviously not this last weekend because this last weekend was mexican independence day weekend mm-hmm. uh, but the weekend before um because we're recording this on a monday um, yeah. because there's shit going on throughout the week so we're recording this on monday uh but we actually already just came back from california mm-hmm. um because we went to the chicano hollywood elevate conference Ooh, which that was amazing it was so good it was so it good. It was so good. Keep in mind, it was the first year that they did the conference, mm-hmm. and I think it was just a great turnout. Yeah, I think for the first year, they did really good. Like, there were some hiccups, and I, you know, I think... Pero con cualquiera puede pasar eso yeah, and I think for it being their first event, like, the amount of hiccups to, like, how smoothly everything ran, yeah. I think was really, like... It was very... I, I was very impressed. Yes. I was very impressed with how professional everybody was and how smoothly everything ran. And um, I was... I honestly came out of there and I was so motivated, so stoked. I was, like, very proud of Latino, Chicano community. Just yeah. because, like, getting this group of people who I feel like for years have kind of stepped on each other to try and get, like, a but, like, get, like, ahead. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but also, like, I feel like in a lot of ways, a lot of Latinos cannot, can just have very, like, limited beliefs. Yeah. And very, like, um, have this, like, mindset of, like, <sighs> Not, I don't want to say not entrepreneurial, but like very like tienes que chambiar, pero to them chambiar is different to what we're kind of like yeah to the kind to what the conference was more about like because what it, it we're targeted pursu- definitely pursuing targeted, yeah pursuing it's definitely it targeted more of the entertainment industry and like Chicanos and entertainment right yeah and it was like it was so eye opening and it was very empowering how like. I, I'm not saying it's it's the only time I did I felt like this, but it, it's one of the few times that I felt like I belonged there. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't feel like I was out of place or anything mm-hmm. like that. You know, I was surrounded, like by my people, by la raza. You know, mm-hmm. and 
just to think that everybody in that room had like the same mindset of course we were all pursuing different things mm -hmm. but we all had that same mindset it was amazing mm -hmm. and it was full of like everything the todo like like it wasn't even honestly it wasn't even just like mexican no. or chicano there was like literally había de otras culturas like there yeah. was puerto ricans dominicans there was the yeah. todo yeah i know and it was just it was beautiful honestly it was I, amazing yeah and like uh, just i feel like each and every single panel like there was something hold on <laughs> let me backtrack a little bit for the people who don't know what the chicano hollywood um elevate conference was um did we touch i don't think we like even said what it was i think we kind of said just it was a conference for it was a conference for latino creators yeah, in the latino, entertainment so by that it's like whether you're an actor a singer a podcaster if you want to be a film director producer. a fucking producer writer whatever it is in entertainment like that's what the that's what the conference was for um and they brought like um they had different panels Yeah. Right, where they had different guest speakers that were in the, all those areas, those fields, mm -hmm. and they talked about their experience and mm -hmm. different aspects of what they do. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, even though, like, of course, you know, we're podcasters and there was a podcast panel, we learned so much from every single panel we watched. Yeah. Like, even, every like, the, like, the producers, the actors, like, it was amazing, like how much we learned for every like for every single panelist up there there was like at least one thing that i took away from them yeah. and it's like the grocery store method right like take what you need and leave what you don't so it was kind of like i feel like whatever they were saying about their profession um i could take that and kind of like mold it into like how does that fit into my podcasting yeah career or exactly. whatever you know and it makes you see things in a different way i don't know like seeing like these people that like nuestra gente how far they've come it's like mm -hmm. it's in so inspiring mm -hmm. and it's my like it kind of shifts your mind and, and i'll talk from my personal perspective because i feel like you know starting this podcast like it's i love it but it's also hard you know mm -hmm. and i feel like we're very hard on ourselves with yeah with numbers because uh, even though we don't want to focus on numbers because we love the craft that we do um it still kind of gets to us you know like we still like want to see the podcast constantly grow and everything so i feel like we want to grow so much right and and we give ourselves such a back again to the imaginary timelines we give us, ourselves like such a little timeline to grow so much and i'm like oh my god like you have all these people that have been in the industry for fucking years and they're talking about how their breakthrough was until like eight ten years after they started doing their craft mm -hmm. and it's crazy because i'm like it puts it into perspective i'm like wow why am i being so hard on myself yeah <laughs> like why are we being so hard on ourselves why are we not like more patient with ourselves like we just started yeah really in retrospect <laughs> i think in retrospect it's like we just started yeah and to see because i think we also live in this culture of like um going viral like yeah. and we we hear a lot of people who just like with one video boom all of a sudden they have like all these fucking followers and like they and then all of a sudden they're like oh shit the pressure is on and they have to keep up with it right but i feel like 
we had to really like kind of because there was like people up there who like you said it took them like one guy was like yeah it took me like um eight years to get into like an eight to get an hbo special like a comedian right oh yeah the, um, co- the comedian uh panel. jerry garcia yes so jerry garcia was speaking and he was like yeah it took me eight years to get an hbo special he's like and i was so stoked how early on in my career it, it was and i was like hold on <laughs> I was like, he says so early on in my career after eight years. And I was kind of like, I have such unrealistic expectations. And I was like, for myself, we each have our own journey. But I'm like, oh, my God, I need to stop being so hard on myself. I was like, but also, um, it kind of brings you down a little bit. And you're like, okay, like, got to stay humble (laughs) and be grateful for where we're at and the progress that we've made and just be proud of ourselves. Like basically everything we said on that other podcast episode, (laughs) it was kind of like, they really just like drilled it in. Yeah. They drilled it into our heads. And it was just like, it was nice to kind of stay, take a step back and be like, ah, shit. Yeah. (laughs) Like we need to like be realistic, realistic with ourselves. You know, we Mm -hmm. used to also just make sure that we, we still love the, whatever we do and we're just Mm -hmm. patient and we, we let it grow and we give ourselves time and we don't, we don't have, we're not pressuring ourselves Mm -hmm. trying to hit a certain goal in Mm -hmm. such a short amount of time. Yeah. And I think that's something that, um, I've, cause I've always, okay, for one thing for me, I've always been like number oriented, very yeah. analytical oriented. And I think for me, it's been really incredibly hard to get out of that mindset and just focus on the art and craft of podcasting and just really enjoy it, which I do. Don't get me wrong. Like I really enjoy it, especially when, when we get messages from our amigos, or our friends yeah. saying like, you guys are helping, helping our people so much, like keep doing what you're doing and when we get these encouraging messages like I sometimes get chills because I'm like oh my god like I can't believe that like because my entire life all I've ever wanted to do was make some kind of impact in this world and leave something behind that is you know like outlives my life yes you know what I mean and if it means that I touch somebody I like change something in somebody's life or whatever like that has always been very important to me and so when I get these messages from our friends it's like oh my god like it feels so good and I don't just do it for me like I I genuinely want to be able to help people you know and so when I get those it's just like oh my god I love it but it's just really hard to get out of that mindset of like stop fucking just focus stop fucking focusing so much on the numbers yeah because it's hard, como dices, it's, it's bien difícil, because tú también, como, it's a little baby, so you want to see constantly grow. Mm-hmm. And, but it's not, growth is not linear, you know? So at this, it's like you having to snap yourself out of the mindset is fucking hard, too, mm-hmm. because you want to see it, like, excel and grow mm-hmm. and everything like that. Pero también, like, you know, we just got to, like, keep on doing what we're doing, and hopefully, like, well, it is. It, it, the podcast is gonna is gonna get as far as we want it to get, mm-hmm. but it, we also have to be patient with ourselves. Yeah, and shit like that. And I just f- keep doing what we're doing because something that they kept mentioning was like be consistent. Yeah, be that con- was, be consistent. It was be consistent and be authentic. That was like yeah. drilled. Like you, I kept hearing that over and over is be consistent and practice your craft yeah. and just be authentic. And that's with every like with the actors, with the podcasters, with the producers, with the uh, with the what is it the writers with everything mm-hmm. those cosas or tres cosas it was a major thing mm-hmm. so it was 
with anything, even with whatever it is that you're doing in life, is be consistent, keep practicing your craft, and be authentic. Be the same person in all areas of your life. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I think we can do that. (laughs) As long as we keep on doing that and we stay true to ourselves, I feel like it's just going to... The right people are going to follow. I feel like, yeah. And it's like another thing that kind of like I heard a couple times was like... What was it? Um you will find your people, yeah. you will find your tribe. And it was kind of like, just keep doing what you're doing and you will attract your people. Yeah. You will find your people. And so it was like, if they build it, they will come. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, como tu estabas diciendo, going back to like the encouraging messages, like, didn't you hear my stomach? No. Damn, estaba gruñendo. Anyways, um, I just love, like, whenever, like, sometimes where I'm having, like, ah, oh, shit, like, something's happening with the podcast, it, it ain't looking like something, I don't know, maybe our numbers aren't growing as much as I want them to, but then we get those encouraging messages, like, out of nowhere, like, they just come at the perfect time, Yeah. and it's like, fuck, like, we're creating an impact, like, mm-hmm. we're helping them out, like, that's fucking crazy. Can you even see, bro, nuestras pendejadas acá? Um, But there was some amazing panelists. Um, Thank you for anybody who... Honestly, I am so grateful for everybody who took time out of their day to go and speak at this conference. Because as far as I know, a lot of... Like, I don't think any of them were paid. No, I think they're all like... Like, everybody who was there speaking volunteered. Or not volunteered, but they, like, took time out of their day to go and speak to everybody who attended. And that's crazy. And that's crazy to me. Because we also had senators representatives and everything i like was that. like an assembly woman yeah. i was like god damn and then of course estaba um emilio rivera yep. and Luis uh, gomez yep. and edward james uh, that was a legends panel the legends panel that was, that was amazing. amazing the podcast panel ie and friends yeah. brown bag they did amazing and uh, honestly i just learned so much the, la- the latinas the la- in hollywood the latinas in hollywood oh my god okay i was not expecting that yes like it's because every keep in mind guys um the conference was two days but it's mainly was around the legends panel which is like the big actors Mm -hmm. which um angel mentioned you know so we were more so like oh everybody everybody in the conference was waiting for that moment yeah right Mm -hmm. um all the other ones were like great as well right but then we got to it was day two right Mm -hmm. and then and it was like honestly one of the what was it like the second panel for the panel the second or third and it's latinas and latinas latinas in in hollywood and how in hollywood and it was was actors three actresses and two producers producers so i'm like okay let's see we learned from all the other ones right and bro when i tell you my mind was blown blown they knocked it out of the ballpark i was like i felt like they were speaking to my soul yeah and like mind you um it yes it was latinas in hollywood and it it wasn't necessarily just targeted towards like women because my husband went with us val went with us and he was literally just as mind blown he was like holy shit that was amazing like the way they spoke the way they carried themselves the things they said like i i was just like I was so, I feel like, I'm over here, okay, I'm over here, Edith's over here so, like, I'm captivated, captivated by that, and I'm over here trying to write down in my notes, like, as much as I fucking yeah. can. Angel was like, 
like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah i was like going crazy trying to type all these fucking notes because i'm like oh my god that's so good that is so good like everything that we're saying i was like oh that's so good <laughs> and i was like just i i was mesmerized honestly yeah they I were was so, so motivated it was so inspirational like wow yeah, it was it was good. And honestly, for anybody who wants to encourage, because I believe they had mentioned they were going to do this yearly. Um, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. I hope so, because honestly, I loved it. Yeah, I, It was such a great experience. And honestly, like that in itself, it's like, especially when you're pursuing something, it's like it's it nothing. Nothing is better for you than investing in yourself in that yes. kind of way. Like we practice our craft or whatever, but. One of the things I kept saying was, like, keep practicing your craft. Keep learning. Yeah, keep, keep growing. Learning. And, like, just going there and being surrounded by like-minded individuals. And not just any individuals, but, like, your gente, your raza, your people. Like, it was just And it's people empowering. in that industry. Because keep in mind, when it comes to that specific industry, I feel like sometimes they're like, ah, no, no es un trabajo de verdad. Mm-hmm. Or you get me like that? Especially, like, podcasting, acting, and stuff like that. You know, especially when you're just started. Like, I feel like you could be surrounded by people that might be discouraging against that because they don't see it in a, as an actual job, right? Yeah. So when you go to these conferences and you're starting out, even if you've been in the game for a long time, you're surrounded by people that are there for the same thing to, like, excel in the entertainment industry, right? So nobody's going to put each other down. Like, yeah. it, al contrario, everybody's uplifting each other, and it's fucking amazing. Yeah. amazing so anybody who is pursuing anything in that like entertainment industry whether you're even thinking about pursuing it if they do this next year i strongly encourage you guys buy your ticket Mm -hmm. and go like no matter what because there's it's so easy for you to be like man i'm really thinking about like i kind of want to pursue singing but i don't know and you start kind of like self like they have musicians too yeah they have musicians too and so it was kind of like you Sometimes our self-talk can be very negative because you're so like, like you start kind of like talking yourself out of something, right? Yeah. You're like, oh my God, how cool would that be? But then, wow, it's just overly saturated. And you start like kind of coming up with all these excuses on why you won't be able to do it. And then like, let's say even you go to somebody like your mom or your dad or your friend and you tell them and like sometimes they're not in the, like they don't have that mindset, right? Yeah. Like they're not in that mindset where like they won't get it because to them, them, singing is not a real career they'll be yeah. like they'll be like well do you know how many people actually make it and they'll start saying little comments like yeah. that that are gonna really discourage you so it's like going in this like arena of people who are pursuing the same thing they're gonna be like just fucking keep doing it just keep doing it it's gonna happen it's gonna happen it's like just you just gotta keep going and it, it just it really motive it's they're gonna give you the encouragement that you can't give yourself or that maybe your loved ones can't give you because what did even como dijo edward james almost que um told his, okay for like he is a very well-known actor like we all know him from Selena. I, I was i was fangirling for all of them i was like holy shit i know <laughs> and i know like we all know him from so many movies right stand and deliver yeah. selena like he has great he has the ballad of gregorio um he has great movies right like we all know he he has a lot of accolades and till like i I believe he said like maybe 20 years ago till his his, this is like he kind of had like a i guess kind of like a weird relationship with his dad but like even till his dad's deathbed his dad till his dad's deathbed he literally looked him in the eye and was like get a job his dad told him the last words get a job (laughs) 
it was like that's fucking crazy how are you gonna tell this man who at this point has done so like big things in his career and his dad at the till the very end was like get a job i think in other communities too yeah that's for them is not a real job because it's not a common job as well it's mm-hmm. not a job yes it is a tough job to break into the industry and everything like that so i feel like because for them it seems impossible like mm-hmm. they're gonna that's what they're gonna be telling you mm-hmm. But going to these conferences, like, I don't know, is it's very empowering and you get the encouragement that you don't get from the outside, you know, mm-hmm. that the words that you need to hear. And there was a lot of people, keep in mind, we went together, right? And with Val, but there was a lot of people that went by themselves and yeah. I was so proud of them because I that takes too. courage. That takes fucking courage to put yourself out there and go by yourself mm-hmm. to a whole event and have to network. Because mm-hmm. networking is not easy. And honestly, the people were the people there were so nice. Yes. Like, yes, I'm a little shy girl sometimes. I'm a shy and, girl too. And it, and it's not so easy for me. But like, honestly, like other people made it very easy mm-hmm. to talk to them because everybody's like, oh, like I see the fasting, like oh, like what do you do yeah. or um, like oh, if te preguntan algo, and yeah. it's just like they'll come sit next to you and then they'll start talking. Conversation just sparks. Exactly. It, I was it, in the bathroom and then conversation just sparked. Except for the, the, you remember the after we after the Latina panel we went to go to the bathroom, <laughs> yes. and this the the who what was her name Chelsea Chelsea I don't remember her last name oh fuck. my god me neither but she was one of the actors and let me tell you oh my god that woman knows how to speak she was yeah. speaking to my soul um we went to the bathroom and we saw her like Angel was going to the bathroom and she was going into the same stall that she was coming so out. we kind of like made eye contact <laughs> and we're like face to face but she just came out of the shitter right like I'm not trying to say anything because that's weird like i didn't want to be weird and i was was like like, there and (laughs) so you went in there and she was washing her hands and i was like should i say something should i not i literally was in my head so much because i'm like oh my god this woman that inspired me so much Uh is literally steps away from me right now like what the fuck and then when i was about to say something she was already leaving i was like okay (laughs) (laughs) next year for sure (laughs) next year next year for sure (laughs) But, but yeah. no, that shit was it was it was it was fun. It was motivating. I encourage everybody to yeah. go if you want to pursue something in the entertainment yeah. business. And even if you're pursuing something, honestly, it was just motivational. Period. I feel like you can apply it to so many areas of your life. Yeah. I. I and then know. just seeing like because between panels we had like little segments of where people would show their craft and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So like the girl that would do the music the, video, Hella Black, Hella Black Mex, uh, what is it, Hella Black Mexican? Mexican. Yeah. Oh my god, oh. I fucking loved her. I was like, oh my god, I love I everything like, about you. I was like, I like I was ex- I wasn't really expecting anything, but that like blew. <laughs> Uh, like when I started hearing, I was like, "Oh my god, I love this!" I, I know. Love this animation. Instantly, I was like, "Let me take down." I took down her Instagram. I was yeah. like writing down her. I was like, "I need a yeah." I was so impressed by this girl. Yes, and it was like different segments. We saw trailers of different people that were like filmmakers and their new movies that they're coming uh-huh. out, or like their short films yes. or video. It was just. I loved Amazing. it. I just, Amazing. I loved it. And everything, everybody was so uplifting. It was a great We experience. met Chicano Hollywood from the start, too. I know. Right away off the bat. And he was so nice. He, like, nos saludó como si nos, like, hi, guys. How are you? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I loved it. It was it. nice. 
Yeah, so honestly, shout out to Chicano Hollywood yeah. for putting this together. Um, I had an amazing time, yep. and um, I please do this next year. Yeah, please, please do this. Do please this do this next year, <laughs> and I I can't wait to see like all the panelists yeah. um, that they decide to you know yeah. um, do because I, this year was amazing, and I can't if they do it next year. I feel like. They're just going to keep getting better and better. Yeah, I, I agree. But yeah. yeah, but anyways, like, <laughs> I, um, after ranting so much. After ranting. Um, but it was a great experience. I feel like we, um, that's pretty much what we went to California for. Yeah. It was, I feel like it was a great experience yeah. going out there. Yeah. We spent, uh, how many days? Like, um, three days? Two nights. Friday, days. Saturday, and then we left Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to eat some really good food, right? Some. Some. Another one disappointed me. Yeah, there was was one. There was one. Okay, it's a franchise location. um, And they don't have these this rest this particular restaurant they don't have it in vegas um we had eight at this restaurant when we went to california like two weekends ago yeah but we ate in the ie yeah this this particular restaurant was in the ie and um it was bomb uh, so good. good and we weren't even hungry guys yeah we so were hungry we had eight already and then we went to go get some because drinks. it's kind of like a like a bar <laughs> yeah. like cantina restaurant so we went to go get drinks but we're like oh you know like something light to eat mientras estamos tomando para que no nos haga mucho mm-hmm. bro that shit was bomb. bomb so fucking good so it was the same restaurant but in orange county and we're like let's go check it out like we had yeah. such a great time so disappointed I was so sad, guys. Like, you can see it in my face. Because I was looking forward. I was like, not. I was looking forward to this specific sushi roll, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, we're going. Edith was so... so She literally stopped eating because she was so disappointed. She's like... And I'm like, hey, do you want to... She's like, no, I don't want... Like, she was ready to go. Yeah. But ni nos acabamos los platos, bro. Yeah, no nos acabamos los platos. Like, most of it... it And we ordered the same things. The same exact things, guys. And it was completely different. Mm -hmm. And I was like, is it... Is it supposed to be like that? And and honestly, even the drinks were not... the drinks They were were not hitting the same. They were not made with love. No. No. The vibe, the vibe of the restaurant too. It's the same fucking restaurant. And they had, mind you, they had the same music, the same aesthetic, and everything. Okay, but it was like the vibe was just off, and it was humid in there. I was like, we finished our drinks. And yeah, but we had, but we also ate at like really great restaurants. Yeah. I think um, we went to what was it? Amor y tequila. Amor y tequila. That that, one that, that, that one the was little good. mini fucking oh, the mini tortas. tortas? Oh, oh my god, guys! So you guys good. gotta go and get the mini tortas. ¿Cuáles te gustaron más? La de um, las de puerco. Las de puerco. The cochinito yeah. or whatever. The, the cochinito, was I think it, it was called. It was, so, I don't see. It was that that one was really good. So good. And then I got um. Salud Mami. My drink was called Salud Mami. That one was really good. I got the tamarindo margarita. She was bomb. Yeah. That shit that hit one was though. Good. <laughs> that, shit, that shit had me feeling myself. Yeah. And then we also had what was it? The Mexican lollipop. Oh yeah. They they, they like um the, the they gave us like a round of they, shots. They gave us a round of shots to get us litty. And it was like the Mexican lollipop and those were good. Too. Yeah, those were good. So we went there and that place was really good. The um, service was great. The service was yeah. Like top notch, and I think it turns like a more clubbish. Yeah, like, like after hours, it turns into more like they have like music going or whatever. It was good. I I really like that place. What was the um in uh where was the breakfast spot that we went to in that? Victorville? Yeah, we were everywhere, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so this one was in Vic- right Victorville. I think it was Victorville. Or r- r- what is it called? Riyadh. 
with the R. Oh fuck, man! Yeah, Sorry, right there, people. But it's close to Victorville. It's basically right there. It's called Las Patronas. Las Patronas. Yeah. There we go. The carne asada bomb. <laughs> Holy shit! I was like, I got a molcajete. <laughs> we ordered so much food. Keep in mind, we ordered so much fucking yeah, food. Yeah, so much food. So Angel ordered her plate. Val ordered his plate. I ordered my plate. In that, we ordered like appetizers to and, share yeah and it, it was really good yeah the agua de frescas bomb yeah bomb. i got the piña you got the i got, got pe- different ones i got pepino con limon yeah i got la, the piña one and then val was drinking melon. the chata well he drank the chata and then the he melon. drank my melon that yeah he accidentally gave me but bomb so refreshing bomb. i got some um green chilaquiles bomb and then the were- rice the rice was yeah. good I was like, I had a feeling it was going to be good because once we walked in and they were playing Lágrimas de Cristal by Montes de Durango, and that was my jam, you know? Like, <laughs> I was like, they're playing Duranguense music? Huh? <laughs> Let me find out. But they were playing bangers. Yeah. So it was amazing. It was a really good. It was it was good. It was good. I liked it. Yeah. Where else did we eat? I feel like we ate at quite a few places. I know. We tried to go to fucking, um, ¿cómo se llama? Tacos Villa? The ones, oh, the ones with the Michelin yeah. star, guys. Yeah. In fucking, where was In it? In L.A. No. I, think, I just know it's on Figueroa Street. <laughs> <I don't laughs> That's know. all I remember. Um, but the line, we were like. Oh, my God. That line was horrible. We were like, about that. How never about a no? Yeah, we're like, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Yeah. So we nos were esperamos, I feel like nos esperamos mucho to go eat. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was. But overall, it was a great experience. I can't wait to go back to Cali, try more eating spots. Yes. Um, I don't know, do some adventures. Actually, talking about Cali, I have to share this with you guys because this shit was funny as fuck looking back at it now. What? <laughs> my fucking dream. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> oh, my God, guys. Okay, you I have to just... out, Angel. Yeah, I have to just share this with you guys because um, I, this has only happened to me... Okay, I've... I don't know how many times this happened to me, actually. But this 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 time was funny. And I was like, you know what? I got to tell our amigos about it. Because that, like... It wasn't funny for Val. <laughs> at, at the moment, it wasn't funny. But, like, looking back at it now, like, damn, that shit was hilarious. <laughs> so, I think it was our last night, right? It was our yeah. last night, Saturday night, para amanecer um, domingo. I, I, we had gone to sleep kind of, we were swamped, okay? Like, I feel like it was a yeah. long day. It, we were tired. It was hot. And, yeah, it was a long day. We were swamped. So, we ended up going to, like, we ended up going to our rooms kind of early. What time we ended up going to our rooms? Like, 9, 10? Algo así. 10, I think. Algo así. Or 11. No, it was already No, because I woke up at 11, remember? Oh, yeah. To, like, 10. Yeah. So, it was, like, 10. So, um, we went to, like, we, like, knocked, like, got ready for bed, whatever, knocked out. So, Edith had her own room. Val and I had our own, had our own. And I... So, I don't know if anybody else has, if this has ever happened to anybody else, but I can have dreams within my dreams, and in my dream, I had sleep paralysis. (laughs) So creepy, okay? In my dream, I had sleep paralysis, so I'm dreaming, and I was having a dream of another dream, and then I had sleep paralysis in that dream, and I had this dream that this, like, black figure, it was like a man. It was like the outline of a man. And he was so creepy. He was giving me, like, weird energy, weird vibes. And I was hella scared, okay? Yo estaba bien acostada. I couldn't move, couldn't scream, nothing. Because I'm, again, having sleep paralysis. And he's, like, holding a knife. And he's, like, gonna stab me. And I'm trying.
trying to like scream and tell him que yo tengo un cuchillo, okay? I was trying to scream que tengo un cuchillo, but it wasn't coming out because again, I was having sleep paralysis. So finally, I I don't know what happened, but I was able to like snap out of it and I screamed, tengo un cuchillo! <laughs> Tengo cuchillo. But not only did I snap out of the sleep paralysis in my dream, I actually snapped out of two dreams and woke up. I woke up and I screamed, Tengo un cuchillo. (laughs) Dead of night, okay? It was like 11 o'clock. I didn't realize it was 11 o'clock at night. But Val fucking just wakes up. He's like, what, what, what? He's like, babe, what happened? And I'm over here like, Tengo un cuchillo. Fuck, bro. I would have fucking thrown you out. I would have thrown you out if I was Val. Bye. I'm out. <laughs> Bye. Go sleep over there. <laughs> Somewhere. And Lock you in the bathroom or something. I don't and I was know. like, oh my God, are you okay? He's like freaking out. And then I just wake up and I'm like so disoriented. I was so disoriented. So confused. And then I kind of got, I was like, I woke up like shaking because I was scared. And, um... I was like, oh my God, turn on the light. I'm like telling Val to turn on the light. Turned on the TV. That shit was way too bright. So I'm like, go turn on the bathroom light. Um, I just had weird energy. Like, I felt this weird energy and this weird vibe. I hope that fucking hotel wasn't haunted. I told you. I don't know about that. Um, But it was just like weird. And so then I, so the thing about me, whenever I get scared or nervous, I have a, like, I laugh. Okay, and it's like not even a giggle, like it's a full on laugh. So when I get nervous or scared, I laugh and I was still like kind of laying down to my side. And so Val, and, Val is on my left side and then <laughs> I'm just like laughing and I can't stop laughing. But it's because like I feel like my bo- I feel like I was scared. I don't know. I had this weird energy vibe. And then Val was like, look at me because he started getting scared and he's thinking I'm possessed. Okay? I would have fucking thought the same shit, bro. <laughs> I would have got the agua bendita and try to fucking do an exorcism on you right then and there. <laughs> and Val's like fucking like scared at this point because he's like, what the fuck? She's possessed, right? Because I can't yeah. stop. I couldn't stop laughing. And so he's like, look at me. And I'm like, for what? And he's like, look at me. And I'm like, why? Like, I didn't feel like turning around. Like, I feel like I was in shock. Okay. And he's like, he like gets on top of me and grabs my face. He's like, look at me. <laughs> This whole thing is comical, like looking back at it now, but it was so intense. And then and he's like looking at me and he was like, man, if your face would have been fucking contorted, I would have been out of there. I don't know if he, he thought wouldn't was, be able to run though. Could you imagine if I looked at him and I was like smiling like Fuck <laughs> Me cago, me cago los calzones, no me I shit my pants. Could you imagine I turn around and I'm like, I'll just shit my pants. I'll shit my pants automatically. <laughs> Oh my god, I should have fucked with him. I should have been like, Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) What a kind. Um, but yeah, anyways. And then uh, after that I was like, all right, I need to go to sleep. But yeah, anyways, that's what happened to me. I I just had to share with you guys because that shit was like looking back at it now, I'm like, that shit was kinda funny, but (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure it wasn't funny to Val at the moment. You know. All right, guys, uh, we've reached the halfway mark, and uh, we'll be back right right now. Sorry, I kind of got stuck. We'll be back. We'll be back, guys. And we're back, guys. Okay, so uh, what are we going to do, Edith? Let them know. So um, I posted on the story, 
So make sure to follow us on La Lucha Real Podcast on Instagram um, to ask us anonymous questions because we want to, you know, spice things up a little bit. Yeah. We used to do these a lot when we first started mm-hmm. um, the first episode. Yeah, so people can get to know us a little yeah. bit more and stuff. So I'm like, with all the new followers we've gotten, I'm like, let, let, let's do it again. Yeah. Just to see. So nos vamos a hacer unas cuantas y a ver cómo nos va, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, so I haven't opened none of these guys, so... <laughs> and these are completely anonymous. Like, <laughs> yes. we have no idea who asked what. I haven't seen the questions, nothing. So, vamos a ver, vamos a ver. So, are we asking each other, or are we just going to both answer? Just, just both answer. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. Do you believe in horoscopes and think they are always correct? No. I don't think they're always correct. It's fun to kind of, like, see how um you can relate to them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, like... I know, like, the general horoscopes, like, your rising, your moon, and everything like that, mm-hmm. you know? And it kind of describes you of how, who you are and your personality, blah, blah, blah. But I don't, I don't I'm not, like, a firm belief, like, I, esto va a pasar because your horoscope said that shit, mm-hmm. no? Or, like, you're this way because of your horoscope. Tampoco es trauma, bro. But, <laughs> like... <laughs> I, I, like, I do take them in a, into account. Like, I, I do read up on them and everything like that. Like, I know, like I said, my signs and mm-hmm. and everything. But, you know, it's como, like, I take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Se puede decir. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saying? feel like I've, every time I've looked at them, it's more for funsies. I think um, it's because I tell you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you and I have a coworker who is so, like, it's she's, like, funny. mega into horoscopes, okay? Yeah. Um, um, she's Megan to horoscopes and she can literally, if you tell her, cause she, like when she first meet, let's say we get a new hire or something, or she first meets somebody like one of the first questions she asks them is when is their birthday? And she off the bat can tell you exactly what their sign is. Yeah. And then she'll oh, be yeah, like, huh? She's good. Yeah. No, she's hella good. good. And she knows, and she can tell you like everybody's sign at work. She'll be like, oh yeah, he's this or she's that. And yeah. I'm just like, how the fuck do you remember this? But, but I'm not going to lie, um, guys, like, I'm an Aries, I'm an Aries son, and I find it that I, f- I get the most, like, most along with, um, what was I going to say? I've had, like, a lot of friends and really close friends that are all Libras. Really? Yes. It's crazy. Libras and Scorpios. I've had the most, like, closest relationships with. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Keep in mind, I have, like, one friend, like, one of my closest, like, my closest friends, One's a Cancer, one's a Scorpio, then you're a Libra. Mm, okay. Most of the friends, because I started analyzing birthdays and shit like that, and I'm like, oh shit. I like had the most Libra friends. But it's because they say that they ba- they're like more grounded. So that's why I get attracted to them, because I'm very off the wall. Okay. And they ground me. Okay. That's why I'm attracted to their energy. I have Val's a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Urinaries, my coworker that I'm cool with, La Chelsea. La Chelsea. Um, she's a Virgo. Um, my mom's a Virgo. She's a Virgo. She's emotional. My mom's emotional. <laughs> my it's mom, and, my mom and my sister are both Scorpios. <laughs> my mom and my sister are both Scorpios. Scorpios are crazy, but they're fun. Um, so it's kind of like all over the place, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like um, I. <sighs> I, I, I read on more for funsies. Yeah. I'm very, like, I don't, I, I, I think a lot of them are just too vague for me to be like, yeah, that's right. Because, yeah. like, you can, compl- like, don't tell me what one of them is. And I'm like, you know what? I think I can identify with that. And mm-hmm. it'll be like a fucking Taurus. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, 
No, I don't know. And that was to completely just an example. I don't fucking know what a Taurus is like. <laughs> but like I've read some like other ones and I'm like, oh I think I identify with that yeah. one. And it and it's not a Libra. <laughs> like But keep in mind you also have your moon and your sun and everything. I mean your moon and your rising. Mm-hmm. But I feel like yeah, they're a little bit vague. So you could kind of relate mm-hmm. to like a lot of them. And like I've read some of like okay, so like for example, there was like one where it was like reading um like the cap like I don't know where we read this. It was like a magazine or something mm-hmm. and it was like a Capricorn and I felt like I identified with a Capricorn and then we read the Libra one and Val was like, "No, I think I'm more of the Libra." <laughs> so it was kind of like flipped. I don't know. Yeah. I just think they're very vague and um I think they're more for funsies. I feel like if you really really research them and you're really really into them, because you could get into the specifics of when your son, like, mm-hmm. depending on your son, like, depending on what day you were born and shit mm-hmm. like that. If you're closer to one sign than the other, like, your neighboring signs. It's a whole fucking... Yeah. If somebody is just for fun. What is it that they need from you to, like, figure out your sun and your moon and your... Well, own? they need your birthday and the time that you were born. If so, somebody wants to do it for me... <laughs> I did it for you, bro. Oh. I don't remember what I... I think you were, like double libra though i think a double libra yeah i think one of your other your moon or your rising was libra as well oh if somebody wants to do it for me for me i i was born october 2nd 1995 (laughs) at 10 45 (laughs) a.m for me i am an air of course airy sun and i'm a leo moon i definitely think you guys could tell that by the fucking selfies i was taking like last episode me leos are really into themselves Uh (laughs) and um (laughs) i'm a cancer I'm a cancer rising, so... I don't know what any of that means. So, I'm like double fire and one-third water. I don't know what any of that means. Yeah, you see. I could explain, but... That's gonna be... Yeah, it's gonna take a lot. But, yeah, guys, so... With a grain of salt. With a grain of salt. I started from the bottom. From the bottom, started from From the the bottom, bottom, now we're here. For Angel... Oh, dale, dale. Was this you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, for Angel, what has been the most challenging experience or issue in your relationship? Ooh. I'm not ready to talk about it. Can you do like the second one? The second? Um, like not too specific, because keep in mind she's in an active relationship and an active marriage, so of course she's not going to tell her Well, details. I feel like this one... Um, it was challenging because of something that happened to me, mm-hmm. um, and I Val didn't know about it for years. Yeah. So let's leave it at that. Yeah. Um. Um. Oh, what's the second? What was the second? Challenging experience or issue? What has been the most challenging experience or issue in your relationship? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like everything we've been able to work through. Yeah. We've been we've been able to work through like there was like the one hump and um okay, I, I okay. Never mind. I can okay. So there was the one hump that I'm not ready to talk about, but also I think another thing which kind of is connected to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of connected to that, but I can speak on that. Um the most challenging experience or issue in our relationship was we were both going through mental health issues at the same fucking time. <laughs> um, and I feel like we both hit rock bottom at the same, at the same time. time. At the same time. Like and the it's worst. like, and it's so bad because like, I think that was also like, 
I know that had to do a lot with like even you and I distancing ourselves because mm-hmm. we both kind of went through hard times. Bro, were we all like hitting rock bottom at the fucking same time? <laughs> I think so. We were all Holy hitting rock. We were all hitting rock bottom at the same time. <laughs> so like, just keep in mind, guys. Like when you're going through a very rough time, and so is your significant other or your best friend. It's really, and this is one thing that like. After Edith and I reconnected, um, I I just I know that you know everything happens for a reason, and we've we've had our own journey, we've had our separate journeys, and coming back together, and you know like being best friends and everything. But like um, when you're going through it, like and when I say going through it, I don't mean just like any little inconvenience. I mean like going through it, like you're hit, you hit rock bottom. It's so hard for you to be there for anybody else when you can't even help yourself. Like, it was so extremely hard. And I remember, like, after Edith and I reconnected and we kind of started, like, sharing, like, the shit we went through. Like, oh, so, like, this is what's happened to me. And then you're like, this is what's happened to me. And, like, a part of me, like, was so heartbroken because I felt like I let Edith down. I felt like I let Edith down because I was, like, I, like, we were such great friends. And I wasn't there for you for one of the hardest moments of your life. And I, like, I I still get emotional. That's the same for me with you though like i still get emotional about it because like it was so heartbreaking for me like after leaving edith's i remember it was like one of the nights that we got together i left your house at like one in the morning or something and i got home and i cried because i was like i cannot believe that i missed this huge chunk of my best friend's life and i wasn't there for her but at the same time it's like i had to remind myself that it would have been nearly impossible for me to be a rock or an anchor for edith or something like be able to be there for her how she probably might have needed me or whatever if I couldn't even help myself yeah and that's exactly how I feel with when you were going through your shit and I yeah because uh, I distance we both distance each yeah. other because we were going through, through going through shit we couldn't be there for each other yeah and I feel like I can't imagine because that's our friendship you know that's our relationship I can't imagine how you and Val did that shit together being in a relationship you get me Mm -hmm. because now both of you can't be anchors now both of you can't be rocks both of you need help and you how how yeah yeah and we both went through it at the same time and it was incredibly and it had a lot to do with what happened um, like I said, I'm not ready to talk about that, but it led to like all these mental health issues and we were both going through it and at the same time, and it was incredibly challenging for us to be there for each other while still being together for all. I feel like if it wasn't for, and honestly, there was like a very special friend in, in our lives at this time who I think turned our life around for like who did, who was a huge huge impact in our lives at this time who like helped us a lot through this um she was my friend she was his friend and she helped us in a lot of ways and I don't know if we would have made it out together yeah had it not been for this particular friend who helped us through this rough time and I I don't know if we would have made it because I know had it not been for like I think one of us might have snapped out of it a little bit you know before the other I don't know what it was but we each had our own journey and at the end of the day like now looking back at it now we I we might have done better separately but we stuck it out together because I agreed 
a long time ago that I was going to be his ride or die, just like he agreed to be my ride or die. And we were going to stick through the bad and like through the good and through the bad. And that was the ugly. <laughs> and we made it through the ugly. And that's what it takes for a marriage. And I think that that time is like really that time is what prepared us for because a lot of people mind you guys that like we were we're, we're we're high school sweethearts and we went through a lot of shit um but like that time where we both went through it we went through the ugly together and we made it through it it prepared us for the marriage that we wanted like because we made it through that ugly yeah. part damn that was that was very hard but i know here we okay. are stronger than ever <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> okay how did y'all meet? How did we meet? Tell me, Edith. How did we meet? <laughs> oh, we met back in... At a baile. At a baile. <laughs> we were drinking and then, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, we met in high school, guys. Yeah. I don't even remember the specific class to be completely... I don't even know. Me it's neither. kind of a blur. We. I just know that we instantly connected. Like, we yeah. were like... Instantly, once we started talking, we are li- literally inseparable. So. Yeah. Yeah. For Edith, wow, okay. For Edith, if you had to go back to any of your exes, <laughs> who the fuck wrote Oh, this? hell no, bro. <laughs> who would it be? You don't need to say names, but why? Why would you go back to this particular ex? Is that a really a question? Yeah, if you had to go back to any of... Who the fuck's sending this? I mean, cuál, cuál is? Guys. If I had to, like, I had to choose like one of Like, your family's life depended on Fuck. it. You don't have to say names, but. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I'll probably go back to the ex. <sighs> That's hard. Keep in mind, I all my relationships, I ended them for a fucking good reason. So, <laughs> I gotta choose the, like, which one's the not the worst. Yeah. Definitely not my first. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, actually, not sorry. What the fuck? Um, I don't think you're last. I don't know. Honestly, no. No puedo. I'm sorry. No puedo escoger. I ended them all for pretty, a yeah. really good reason. So, um, none of them. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint, but I, I can't, I can't choose. So, yeah, I think that's respectable. Yeah. Let's see. Mm. And did you guys commit to your New Year's resolutions? Who, who checking up on us? <laughs> look, look, I've been trying to get my fitness journey up in track, but don't fucking come at me for it. <laughs> Do we stick to? I know for when we're like, show up for yourself. <laughs> we're over here preaching, show up for yourself. We're here fucking eating. Like honestly, guys, um, I'm not trying to make excuses, but <laughs> excuses, but excuses. Um, honestly, I I want to say overall, at the end of the day, right? I feel like when you set goals, it doesn't mean you have to exactly 
accomplish those goals, right? I feel like goals can be a guide, yeah. right? Goals can be a guide to where you want to be. And so at the end of the day, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to fucking fight myself because I haven't exactly followed through with exactly like my <laughs> New Year's resolutions. I but I feel like I've I've been in the right direction. Yeah, me too. I feel like um, I kind of created like a vision mm-hmm. and I'm going towards it. Yeah. Not exactly the way that I wanted it to, you know, mm-hmm. but it's okay. Life is never going to go the way that you want it to go. And this, this, mind you guys, uh, okay, me and Edith have been pretty open and transparent about a lot of things, but this year has been difficult in a lot of ways that we haven't been ready to share with you guys. Um, there's been a lot going on behind the scenes and, um, you know, they're there's, just roadblocks, yeah. you know, but at the end of the day, we're still going towards this vision of what we wanted right we created a vision board for a reason because we wanted we wanted to kind of create a a picture of what we wanted our life to be and I I can say for a fact that we're both headed that way it's not like okay we're accomplishing the goals exactly but we're headed that way yeah así lo vamos a dejar así porque ahí vamos yeah What is something you would like to accomplish by the end of the year? Oh, that's a good question. That is a very good question. Personally, mm-hmm. I think I, I, what I, and it's not saying like, oh my God, I gotta, I just want to create, like, have a good routine for myself. Cause I feel like my life has been like everywhere, honestly. Mm-hmm. Life has been just throwing me fucking curveballs left and right. Mm-hmm. And I believe to you too, you know? And I just I hope that, like, by the end of the year, I have, like, a certain routine that I'm, like, okay, like good with and mm-hmm. good to keep with. Yeah. So that's what I want to do. That's one of my goals for the... Um, to get on routine? Oh, yeah. Damn, that's, that's a really good one because... That is a really good one because I do need to get on routine too. I think one of my goals that I want to accomplish this year... I want to get started on my book. But here's the thing, guys. I haven't put pen to paper. But. It's in here. But and she has a vision. I have a vision. And I've shared it with Edith. I've shared it with a few people. And everybody's like, damn. Read. I can't wait to read that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just waiting for you to start fucking. I know. I'm going to start. I just, I feel like every day, honestly, especially the last few weeks. It's like one thing after another, guys. Yeah. One thing after another. But I will put pen to paper soon, especially because I already committed to starting to journal, and I feel like pues ya estoy allí. ¿Por yeah. qué no escribir algo? You know? Exactamente. Exactamente. I completely agree, because I want to read that book. <laughs> That'll probably be the book that I finish really really fast. <laughs> you know how I'm slow reading, yeah. but... <laughs> okay. For Edith... You speak about being in a toxic relationship, but you ain't specific of what he did. Will you ever say exactly what went down? Damn, Kesla, I think this is the third time somebody asked you. <sighs> okay, so this is the thing, guys. I wasn't toxic. I was in a toxic relationship, but keep in mind, it was a party of two. It's not just my side. It's also that person's story as well. And I don't feel like I could tell you guys exactly what happened because it's just things that I want to keep to myself. Mm -hmm. And that's things that we're just going to keep in private that I don't feel that it's necessary for everybody to know. Mm -hmm. So plain and simple. So if I say it's toxic, I mean, it's toxic both sides. Like I said, I've been toxic and I've talked about my side of the story of how I was toxic, you know, what was it like on the other side yeah (laughs) you can draw your own conclusions yeah but i've spoken about my own toxicity and everything like that 
But on the other side, oh, pues ustedes imagínense, ya. Yeah. Eso es lo único que voy a decir. I think that's very mature. Mm -hmm. Because, like, so many people are, like, just, even just for the views, even yeah. just for, like, to create something for the podcast, and people love chisme. Yeah, yeah we have a fucking segment for chisme, <laughs> but, like, it gets to a point where it's like too like oh that's oversharing and yeah. keep in mind it's like it's not like i want to protect his name or however i have no type of respect no no type of respect but my thing is like at the same time it's it's just my my it's also part of my story and this stuff that i just don't mm -hmm. feel like it should be private and that's it. Yeah. But I feel like you have shared enough to where it's like... And for all you guys know, and maybe maybe her it. story has been one of the cheese mess. You never fucking you know. You never know. You never fucking know. You never know. It's anonymous. She might have been like, you know what? Let me just share my story. And <laughs> But I'm just not going to play out uh, talk ill yeah. about somebody. It's exactly. It's not my, my thing. Yeah. So. Okay. Has anyone from your past stories reached out to you? Like the abusive couple that Angel has mentioned <laughs> stories no <laughs> um no <laughs> and the thing is i know one of them still follows me and one of them blocked me <laughs> um T. yeah T. um one of them blocked me because she doesn't come up damn already yeah uh, doesn't come up when because i'm like oh my god how has this person been and i like mm -hmm. i talked about them and i like look it up and it's like i'm not coming up blocked bitch. blocked i got blocked um <laughs> uh, but the other one i used that i know what's going on i know what's going on in that that person's life and it's kind of weird because i've seen some some stuff and i'm like ooh, that's weird um has anybody reached out to you from our past so i think past friendships yeah Past friendships of, like, you know, like, the wow shit we did have been, exactly. like, damn, I remember that night. Like, I remember that shit. I remember that shit. Damn, that was wild. <laughs> um, has anybody else reached no. out, like, like from our past? No. From past or no. Y si lo ven, pues no nos dicen nada. Se quedan calladitos. Se quedan bien calladitos. Let's see. For both of you, nothing crazy. But what is your all-time favorite movie that you could watch again and again and never get tired of get tired of i love fool's rush in what is it fool's rush in fool's rush in fool fool's rush oh in. fool's rush in um harry potter guys i i okay i'm a fucking <laughs> i don't i don't know i just love harry potter i could keep on watching it again and again and everybody that knows knows that that's my comfort show so whenever i'm feeling depressed or something or it's spooky season i'm watching it all the time replay so yeah i don't have one um there's way too i've watched way too many min movies in my lifetime like guys at one point that's all i did all day every day like i would watch one movie watch another one after that one was done watch another there's one there's not one that you've rewatched a lot of times there's been a lot that i've rewatched a okay, lot of times uh, w one that comes up in your head the first one <laughs> I, I, you're like fucking eat it i haven't Okay, I want to say the latest one that I can just rewatch. Okay, the last one that I can recall, like that just came to my head right now that I've rewatched quite a few times, even in the last few months, is The Wrong Missy. The Wrong Missy. That watched. shit is fucking hilarious. I haven't watched that it. girl, the 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 lead girl actress, phenomenal job. I fuck like she played that role. Amazing. Amazing. 
chef's kiss she did amazing like you need to like if you haven't seen it yeah. the wrong missing no it's an adam sandler movie he's not in it but it's an it's like a it's produced by him yeah directed amazing it, it's just funny as fuck it, and it's like stupid right it's like i don't know it's funny <laughs> But I have so many movies, okay, guys? Like, that one's just the one that came to my head. Mine is Harry Potter's Tensa. <laughs> yeah. There's no doubt about that. I just have too many. Okay, not a question. LOL. Edith. Oh, no. Ahora le traen contra mí. Yeah, contra... <laughs> okay. Not a question, LOL. Edith, I don't talk to you anymore, but I wanted to say how proud I am of how far you've come. I saw you grow from that first relationship you were in. You definitely had a glow up and are an inspiration. Have lots of love for you. Te mando un fuerte abrazo. Dude, I don't know what it was. I'm fucking it. You want tissue? Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. I don't know who it is. Um, but I think there's very few people that saw me in that stage of my life. So, yeah, <laughs> it means a lot. And honestly, guys, this right here, whoever this is, we don't know who it is, um, is literally saying, like, they seen Edith from the first relationship, the toxic one. The one we were just talking about where Edith is not going to talk about exactly like details of what happened, but just so you guys could, as you guys can see the glow up, somebody even noticed it. That's fucking crazy. Thank you. I don't know who it is, but thank you, because it's been a journey. I'll just say that. God. Okay. What's one thing about the future that scares you? I know it. I know it. What is and it? It's my parents losing my parents. Yeah, losing my parents. Fuck! Even that, I'm already crying. So <laughs> might as well just fucking blow the tears. That 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 shit scares the fuck out of me. Losing your parents. Like I know it's inevitable, because pa eso pa pa ya vamos, ¿me entiendes? Mm -hmm. Pa ya vamos. But fuck. Or like my sisters, like mm -hmm. one of them leaving before I leave. Because mm -hmm. I'll give my life for them. Damn. What about you? Can you unlock it? What about you? Um. Don't put me on the spot. <laughs> well, it's for both. I obviously, like, I think one of the things that um, scares me about the future is losing my mom, too. I think, I, obviously, there's a lot of people that, you know, it scares me to lose them. But I think the one person is my mom. Um. And like you said, it's inevitable. Like, that shit's going to happen. But I think what scares me the most is because I know that's coming. I know it's going to come at some point. Yeah. But I think what scares me the most is not meeting my potential and being able to repay my mom. And for her to, like, know that, like, I did my best to give her a to, life. To give her a good life for all the sacrifices that she made. And that's what scares me because... It's inevitable. She, but un día no va a estar aquí. But like, what is like not for sure is if like one day, like I know that I can speak like yo lo voy a hacer, yo lo voy a hacer, yo lo voy a hacer. Pero quién sabe, like like you said, like tomorrow is not promised. Like what happens? Like the day comes and she goes, and I I I don't, I like I don't feel in my heart that I completely met the potential that I could yeah. to be able to give her what I wanted to give her, and that is what scares me. Fuck yeah, bro. God, nos quieren hacer llorar. 
Okay. I just want to give the world to my parents. Yeah. Can you unlock it? Sorry. Bro, what the fuck, guy? Yeah. Why are you guys trying to make us cry? Shit. <laughs> okay. If you can be a man for one day. <laughs> way to lighten the mood. If you can be a man for one day, what's the first thing you guys would do? Jack off. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bro, I'd be like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Try to shake it. <laughs> Try to see what it does, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Helicopter it or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, what would I'll you try do? to pee and make sure that I can make it in the toilet. Because you don't know how many men all so I can prove miss. it. So you could prove it and be like, yes. it's doable. I did it. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be, it'd be interesting. I'd be pulling all the bitches. I don't give a fuck, bro. I'd be out there. <laughs> That's why God did not make me a man. <laughs> um, what's the first thing you guys would do if I could be a man for a day? Okay, just the first thing I would do, not what I would do. Okay. The first thing I would do. I don't know. I just feel like I... <laughs> I'd want to go out into the world and see if I get treated differently than when I go out into the oh, world. Oh, yeah, definitely. You because are. I already know, I already know how I get treated as a woman. Yeah. When I go out into the world, I just want to know what it would be like to go out into the world and experience it from a man's point of view. Yeah. I and guess. I think that's what I would do. I feel like I'd be like, let me just go out there. Let me just and, go walk the fucking strip. And live my and life. And see how it goes. Yeah. Because there's certain things where I'll be like, you know, I don't mm. think as a woman I could have pulled this yeah, off. Like, I, I don't know if that's too safe for me. Yeah, there's certain, I just, I would want to know, like, that's the first thing I would want to do is to see well, how the world reacts to me as a man. Yeah, love that. Oh, fave spot to eat in North Las Vegas. North Las Vegas. What is it? Fave spot to eat in North Las Vegas. Big nuts. Whatever she said, because <laughs> I don't, I don't think I have a favorite spot. In North Las Vegas? Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah, I, whatever she said, because the wings are fucking bomb there, because you've um, brought wings from there. Uh -huh. That shit's bomb. Yeah, they're like um, baked, like oven baked, but they don't taste like they're chewy. They're like healthy. They're like, yeah. It's like you get the wing experience without the fucking acid reflex <laughs> after, okay? Yeah, porque ya estamos viejitos, guys. Ya estamos mayores. Acá. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What makes your friendship strong? What makes our friendship strong? I'm asking you. Well, I'm asking you. <laughs> what makes our friendship strong? I feel like what makes it strong is that we're able to communicate without feeling judged from each other. And we're also able, to, with that comes, we're able to be vulnerable with each other mm -hmm. in ways that, you know, sometimes we just need that person yeah and it's crazy because even when like we know like we can communicate without talking yeah yeah and you guys and you guys see it we finish each other's sentences and shit like that we finish each other's sandwiches <laughs> yeah or like even when we're out in public she could just look at me and i'd be like mm-hmm i know what you're thinking <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know it's just a, a type of communication that you don't 
naturally have with a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. and it's it's beautiful and and hopefully, you know, Diosito nos bendice con muchos más años de amistad and yeah. everything like that. I th- I think I I agree with everything you said and I think for me another thing um actually no, it kind of goes back to what you said. I think for for me, I think what makes it our friendship really strong is that I've ha- I've had to go throughout my life filtering myself and watching every thought I've had every everything I've ever had to say everything I've wanted to do or act or say or whatever I've always had to filter myself and I feel like with Edith I can 100% like 100% be myself unfiltered vulnerable and like not feel judged and Edith's not going to take it the wrong way mm-hmm. because I've had friendships where like let's say digo algo así nomás like without filtering it because people are sense some people are sensitive and i've had to I, i've said stuff without filtering it and they're like what the fuck Ugh. like they get offended and it's just like i can say something to edith unfiltered and she will not get offended because i feel like you know that i'm not coming at you in a malicious yeah. way exactly like i'm not i'm not intentions yeah i'm not looking to offend you i'm not looking i'm not looking to be offended yeah that's why i i don't i don't take it that way and i can i can truly there's very few people that i can be a hundred percent myself around and edith is one of them because i feel like you know like we all we all todos ponemos una cara like we've all ta- we've talked about code switching right we've all talked about code switching and how professional you have to be in certain settings or how you can get away with certain things with certain people and i feel like i can be my most true authentic self with edith and not feel judged or be scared you know to like be myself yeah, and, and same that. likewise like she can be 100% herself and um she knows that i won't judge her yeah exactly so yeah guys that's what makes it strong what is it called? is it is it ford stronger or chevy strong bill ford strong i don't know uh, i like i'm a i'm i come from a chevy family so. oh i come from ford you're not allowed on my truck Fuck, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right let's see that was a good question that was a very good question what the fuck guys <laughs> Do you guys like your ass ate or have you ate your man's ass? Keep in mind, this has peach emojis, so I just, I did not censor myself. But. <laughs> guys! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> not, not, I was going from like being so like talking about our friendship and then going to eating ass. I feel like we've talked about eating ass before. <laughs> yeah, we have. Um. um I'm not going to go into the details of stuff, but Val and I have a very interesting (laughs) intimate relationship. Um, We are not afraid to experience and try things. I don't have a man. Is all I will have to say. I'll just say I don't have a man on the second part, so whatever. Um, On the first part, you know, you you just got to try different shit. (laughs) You never know what you like. You never know what you like. So yeah. I'll say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next one. Have you ever had a mini midlife identity crisis? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Girl, I'm hold on. I'm it. not done. I'm not oh. done. <laughs> <laughs> I was 
was ready to be like, fuck yeah. And then I'm reading the second part. Okay. Have you ever had a mini midlife identity crisis after a really tough breakup? And how did you overcome it? It wasn't mini. <laughs> it wasn't mini. That shit was catastrophic. Like, it was bad. I had a big identity crisis. And that's because um, I was very codependent. Mm-hmm. And I did not know myself entirely. Like, first of all, I went into this relationship in my fucking teenage years. So Your brain I, was not fully developed. I wasn't fully developed. I didn't know who I really was, right? So I go into this this relationship, a long term relationship, right? Um, where I create, where I, be, I'll, like I said, I'll talk about myself. You know, about how I was really toxic and. My partner was really toxic as well at the time, but I I suffered with a lot of like codependency, mental health issues, and it was just all fucking bad, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's because at the end of the day, I didn't know who I was, you know? Mm -hmm. I didn't know my value. I didn't know all that. So when I came out of that relationship, all I knew was being with that person. All I knew was being his girlfriend. All I knew is he's my life type shit. Mm -hmm. So yes, I did have a fucking existential crisis, honestly. Like I didn't know who I was. So keep it, it's like, out of nowhere, you just like forget, like completely your mind is wiped and it's like, fuck, what now? Like, who the fuck am I? Like, Mm -hmm. so it was, it was interesting, but honestly, like I needed that. How did you overcome it? (sighs) That was the second half of the question. Um, the way I overcame it, honestly, it's with time and just doing things that like I enjoyed and, and hanging out with friends. Keep in mind, I did have a toxic, a very toxic, time in my life too where it was after that toxic relationship um i kind of dove into um drinking a lot and partying to kind of numb my pain you know um and that was interesting but i feel like at the end of the day that was part of my journey and it kind of helped me to get to where i am right now Mm -hmm. um would you recommend that for anybody though okay i don't recommend it honestly i recommend like confronting your fucking emotions head on you know um and therapy helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I needed that help that I couldn't give myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that helped me a lot. And then once I, that helped me get away from out, like the alcoholism and kind of like see who, start doing things and start seeing what I like, what I don't like. Mm-hmm. And then from there, yeah, it just kind of comes. Mm-hmm. One day I'm like full on fucking know exactly who the fuck I am. So. Mm-hmm. And I'm always discovering new shit about myself. That's what yeah. I love. You know, you're always discovering new things that... Yeah. Y tus gustos cambian yeah. with time. So it's like, you're always gonna... It's it's like, it's like you're not always gonna be the same yeah. person. It's a journey, right? Like, creating yourself. Yeah. It's a journey. Like, you're gonna figure things out. You might like it one day, one day you won't. Exactly. And you have to be open to change. You have mm-hmm. to be flexible with that. And the most important thing is not give up on yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, be there for yourself like you would be for anybody that you loved you know Mm -hmm. be that rock for yourself and then Mm -hmm. as long as you keep on showing up for yourself you'll get there um i don't think i can um relate to the question Mm -hmm. um because i i don't think i've ever had like an identity crisis or midlife crisis with after a breakup um I want to say it happened during a relationship. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I think it was because I went through a phase where um, I was, again, I I feel like we went through a phase where Val and I were so codependent. And it was like through that rough time where it was kind of like who the shit happened, you know, and we 
tried to work through it but it was kind of like eye-opening in a lot of ways where we were kind of like who am i without you type of shit situation and we try to work through it while being together so it's not it's not like because of a breakup it i i can't really i don't want to speak on it just quite yet on what happened but it was like we went through a rough patch and then we were going through the identity crisis together together because in a way we came to the realization that we were codependent and we're like who the fuck am i yeah you know and i just it's basically like that but i had the breakup and that's when i discovered all that Mm -hmm. well i kind of discovered it within the relationship but yeah Yeah. the breakup really initiated everything Mm -hmm. um last question if (laughs) bruh are we ending strong watch if you were a dog which breed would you be i fucking love that question hmm what breed i definitely not a fucking chihuahua Mm-mm. we all know my story behind the chihuahua and if you don't know then go watch i don't know what episode it's in <laughs> <laughs> um i think i'd be something like um not honestly i'm gonna be real honest i don't know the personalities of the different dog breeds mm. i'm real honest i don't know pers- yeah. i just know like for example like all the huskies <laughs> i've encountered have been total goofballs and yeah. i don't think that's I'm me not a, i don't think i'm a i'm a husky i'm not that i don't think i'm a husky i'm not, I'm not a chihuahua i don't think i'm a frenchie <laughs> after seeing my dog <laughs> i don't think i'm You're a like, i don't think i'm or I feel like I could probably identify with my dog. He's a pit bull. He's a pit bull bulldog mix. I think like a, you know, well, I'll talk about my favorite dog that I want in the future and have it right here. Um, fucking, what is it called? Golden Doodle. Do you know what the, like, what their personality type is? They seem like playful from what I've seen in videos and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like playful, but like still a loyal dog, you know? Mm Kind of like that. But you know what? Now that I think about it, all the videos that I've seen of pit bulls, a lot of them are such babies. And I'm like, that's not me. Am I a baby? Do I give baby energy? No, you don't give baby energy. A lot of them are just like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't. You I definitely I don't know. don't give Chloe energy. And Cleo energy. Chloe. Otra vez te estoy llamando Chloe. No, I'm definitely not Cleo. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what dog I would be. Fuck, now I have to go look up to see like the difference. But I think I feel like Bowser is a good one because he's very like lazy. Not lazy. I wasn't. That was the my word that I was gonna say. I was gonna say he's so calm mm-hmm. and collected. Am like, I calm? Am like, I calm and collected? Yeah, you're calm and collected. And even though he has like his sister always bothering the shit out of him, it takes a lot for him to like. That's true. Blow. I feel like it takes a lot for you t- for someone to really, 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 really get under my skin. Yeah. And for me to be and like, I think Bowser's <sighs> like that. Yeah. So it took a lot for Bowser to be like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. I would say that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Finishing strong. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those were. Thank you for everybody who submitted questions. They're yeah. Really interesting. Yeah. Really interesting. Thank you guys. Even the eating ass one. You know, like we appreciate all the questions. <laughs> Um, I appreciate everybody who participates. Yeah. Um, if you don't follow us on Instagram, go to La Lucha Israel um, podcast. Podcast, sorry, go to La Lucha Israel podcast, and we interact with all of our friends on there um, a lot. So you can participate next time mm-hmm. we do it. Um, before we end the episode, um, we wanted to do a quick Yo Sabo 
Sisavo yeah, segment. Because I know a lot um, of you guys really, really like it. So. Yeah. And we haven't done one in a while. Yeah. So shout out to our friends, Yosavo. Uh, thank you for the game. Yeah. We fucking love playing it. So let's do a quick round. Just quick round. Quick round. Speed round. Okay. And I already we already picked our cards, guys. We already picked them out, yeah. So okay. You want to start? Yes. Okay. Como se dice forecast? What the fuck? Como se dice forecast? I'm doing the weather lady. Para pronóstico? Yes. Oh, you you gotta, see, I gotta visualize. <laughs> gotta visualize. Okay. Ready? Okay. Como se dice fog? Niebla? Good job! <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I didn't think you were gonna get that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Como se, como se dice flip? Damn. So I know the word, like, but I don't know if it's voltear. Yes. Okay. Voltear. I was like, let me find out. It's not the word. <laughs> okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Como se dice skunk? In Spanish. Skonka. No, I'm sorry. The fuck? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, Sorrillo? Sorrillo. Oh, good <laughs> job. Okay. Your turn. Uh, okay. Give me. I don't even know if I can pronounce this. Oh, my God. Como se dice basketball? Well, is basketball the game or basketball the basketball? It just says basketball. Just basketball. So I would. I think. The, I think it's the the, the game. Uh, no, I think it's the the ball. Because uh, pelota de baloncesto. Is baloncesto. Okay, baloncesto is the actual game. Oh, like basketball, like you're playing basketball. That's cool. Oh, pero se dice pelota de bal. Okay. I would say no sé la verdad. <laughs> They'll correct me. You know what's funny? Um, my mom does not say baloncesto. What does it say? She says basketball. Oh. She's like, and my mom, it's funny because my mom, so weird, but my mom is good at basketball. So fucking random, but. That's random as fuck. Yeah, so random, but my mom is good. I don't know. Sometimes I don't even know who this lady is, okay? (laughs) She probably had a, was like in the WNBA, (laughs) fucking know. Yeah, she's so good. And she, one day she goes, si, cuando yo jugaba basketball. And I'm like, what? You played basketball? But she says it like that, basketball. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I say basketball, basketball, cuando estoy hablando también, pero también digo baloncesto. Okay. So. All right. Last one. Mm-hmm. Ready, Angel? This is a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. ¿Cómo se dice snake in Spanish? Snake. Mm-hmm. Culera. I'm just kidding. Culera. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Culebra. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. It's culebra. Culebra. Which is interesting because I've also used vibora. I know. I use. I feel like. I feel like I use vibora more than culebra. Well, I've used both of them. Because where I'm from, we call the, la, las víboras son más grandes, ¿me entiendes? Y las culebras usually are smaller little snakes that uh, are in los arroyos, mm-hmm. near bodies of water and stuff like that. That's how we identify them. Um, 
Is there an actual, like... I don't fucking know, bro. What? What is it? No te cuenta, soy de ranchos, o no sé si la verdad se dice... Um... Víbora. How do you spell it? Con V de vaca. Okay. Víbora. Don't put your ants in. Okay. <laughs> what? What is this? What? I don't know what the fuck language that is. Víbora? Okay, so it says víbora means it's a small poisonous. So víbora is small poisonous snake. Oh. And then. Víbora is a viper. No sé, pues nosotros llamamos los, no las más grandes venenosas sí las que atacan víboras. Um, no tu tía. Las, las snakes. Um, <risa> <risa> pero sí, las culebrillas, la, las culebras, la, son las que están más chiquitas que están junto a los arroyos. That's well, how we identify them. Oh, en el rancho. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah. All right, guys. Uh, wow, we are way, way, way. <laughs> over <laughs> like wait wait mm, yeah like wait wait like we're gonna be editing and we're gonna be like what the fuck <laughs> i'm gonna be mad huh yeah okay all right all right guys so aquí los dejamos uh we hello went over sorry guys um make sure to follow us yes. on instagram threads tiktok at la lucha's real podcast um keep in mind that's where we do all of our fun like polls and mm -hmm. and the, the questions so you guys could like basically um participate in our episodes and everything mm -hmm. like that so make sure to follow us Yeah, and if you guys have any chisme, um, go to the link in our bio on Instagram so you guys can let us know your chisme. We love getting the chisme. Yeah. Or if you're on YouTube, there's going to be a link in the description um, so you guys can let us know. And it could be anything, literally. Do you want to get something off your chest? Even if you want to ask us any questions, you could do it there. Too. Yeah, any questions, whatever. Whatever you want, whatever is on your mind. And again, it's 100% anonymous unless... Why is there a bug in here? Um, it's 100% anonymous unless you um, put your name on it. We'll yeah. read your name. Yeah, but make sure also if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to make sure to follow and leave a five-star review if you love the podcast. But if they don't, have a five-star review to give what are they gonna do angel they're gonna hit our dms yeah exactly. we're gonna talk about it exactly. and, yeah we're gonna talk about it <laughs> we're gonna discuss but thank you guys so much for listening um i hope you guys have a fabulous 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 rest of your week yes and we will see you guys para la otra. All right, bye. so que dios los bendiga besitos, besitos. adios Hola, I'm Claudia Romo Edelman. And I'm Cynthia Kleinbaum-Milner. And this is a podcast, A La Latina. The playbook to succeed, being your authentic self. A La Latina is available wherever you listen to podcasts.